Building influence is something anyone can learn. It's an investment you can make in yourself and it can hold the keys to achieving your dreams and having the life and impact you want to have. I'm Laura Cox Kaplan. I've learned a lot over three decades about building and sustaining influence and how using it and using it effectively can make a big, big difference in your life and career. Here on She Said, She Said podcast, we're digging into the different dimensions that help us build and sustain influence. If you thought being an influencer was just for social media, think again. Whether you're starting a business, raising money for a cause, negotiating a promotion, running your household, or trying to connect with those who don't share your views, understanding and using the different dimensions of influence will increase your chances of success whatever your goals may be. Listening to She Said, She Said podcast is a smart, efficient investment you can make in you. I'm really glad you're here and I'm excited we're on this journey together. Hey friend, welcome to the podcast. Okay, a question for you. Have you seen the new Barbie movie yet? Whether you happen to be a Barbie fan or not, it is almost impossible. In fact, make that impossible to miss all the hype. I actually went to see the movie earlier this week with my daughter and my mom and one of my nieces, and I have to say I completely loved it. I have always been a big Barbie fan, but I actually loved the movie even more than I might have imagined. Now, I do understand that some folks were not as keen on certain aspects of the movie. I completely get that. In places, it plays pretty heavy on the anti-patriarchy theme. And in doing so, I think it misses a chance to actually talk about the value of having male allies and working with men. But personally, I found that the movie some of the reasons why I loved it so much is that it honored so many of my special memories of playing with Barbies and of my mom dragging out her sewing machine and teaching me how to make Barbie clothes and of us decorating Barbie's dream house and making curtains for it and redecorating it. And of course, this is the dream house that Barbie bought with her own money Uh, because she was working as a fashion designer or maybe an architect or a veterinarian or all of the above. (laughs) The movie actually honored my childhood memories of creating this amazing imaginary world with Barbie where literally anything was possible. And of course, through that imaginative play, it in turn inspired so many of my dreams. Now, Given the overall response to the movie, I suspect lots of folks had similar jolts of nostalgia in just watching it. My goal with today's conversation is not to give you a movie review, but instead to talk about one of the aspects of the film that I really loved the most. The movie reflected, normalized, and really respected so many of the feelings that we often experience in real life, especially, this is especially true as our lives uh, evolve and as we face new challenges, and this can happen especially in midlife. Now, I think in particular, it's that feeling that, you know, everything is going along great, you know who you are, you're very clear on your life, and then suddenly something happens. And that something shakes you. It bonks you on the head 
and it can undermine your confidence. It can cause you to second guess yourself and it can cause you in some cases to question your very existence. It can also cause you to get really stuck at times. And that is the topic that I want to talk about this week in this episode, episode 256. Now, I don't want to give too much of the Barbie movie away, but it does delve into several topics that we often talk about here on She Said, She Said podcast. Things like purpose, imposter syndrome, evolution in your life and career, reinvention of yourself, learning to understand and embrace your unique value, the power of collaboration and having a supportive network, and of course, this notion of influence. Now, while I am still on a bit of a summer recharge this summer, and I'm working on new content and topics that I will roll out for you really soon, there was just too much to unpack with this movie, and I had too many thoughts, and so I wanted to hop on and share just a few of them with you because I found myself sitting in the theater, thinking about some of the tools that I might recommend to Barbie, how useful they've been to me. We've talked about some of them in the past. If she were operating in the real world, these are some of the things that I might recommend to her. So with that as this week's backdrop, let's dive in. Even if you haven't seen the movie, I suspect you already know that Barbie has a bit of an existential crisis and she starts to really doubt herself. Now, keep in mind, while Barbie doesn't look it, she is actually 64 years old. She was created in 1959 by a woman named Ruth Handler. I might have liked to have seen Barbie look a little less like Margot Robbie and maybe a bit more like, I don't know, maybe Meryl Streep or someone who was actually more her actual age. In any event, despite all of Barbie's attributes and talents, she begins to question herself. Now, in the real world, we typically refer to that feeling as imposter syndrome. And that term is a term that was coined in a 1978 article that was written by psychologists Dr. Pauline Clance and Dr. Suzanne Ives. Now, while this feeling can happen at any point in our lives and careers, I often find that it becomes more problematic when we experience a setback or maybe have a setback that's then coupled with other changes in our lives, including sometimes physical ones that especially come with age, and all of this happening simultaneously. The combination of those things can really cause us to begin to question ourselves even more than we might otherwise. Now, there's a few factors that seem to exacerbate these feelings. And they often come when we're operating outside of our comfort zone, trying new things, and when we're failing as we're learning, which of course is a good thing. But I think it can also be a major factor in midlife when we are often experiencing a lot of dramatic change in our lives, again, often simultaneously. Those changes can often be related to our family unit. Maybe you're sending kids off to school or you're launching them into the world. Maybe it's the onset of physical and mental and emotional changes that can accompany menopause and perimenopause and that stage in life. 
Maybe it's adjusting to becoming a mom and shifts in your priorities and the conflicting emotions that we can have navigating work and life. Maybe other physical things that you didn't have to worry about before that become ever more present and pronounced over time. Maybe it's weight gain or diets and eating habits, things that used to work for you but don't anymore. Does that sound familiar? Boy, it does to me. Maybe some of the people around you have had trouble understanding the changes that you're going through, and that can make it difficult uh, in navigating those relationships. And you begin to start to feel like you're really losing yourself or becoming someone else. And then, of course, (laughs) there's also death and illness, unfortunately, which tend to become more common with age. We lose parents and we lose friends, and there is just so, so, so much change that's happening. All of this can cause us to start to question who we are, what we know, what we can do, our value, what we've done in our lives, why all of it matters. There is just a lot to navigate. It can leave you feeling a bit lost and asking yourself those questions. I've certainly done this. So many of the women in my life have done this. Maybe you have too. But I think it's important to understand that there are some evolutionary reasons why this tends to occur. So let me go back to the science related to specifically imposter syndrome for just a minute. Doctors Clance and Imes found that these feelings occur much more frequently in women and often in those who have achieved significant success and have had external validation. But there are some specific biological underpinnings that also seem to support these particular emotional responses that we have. At its most simplistic, this tendency can be your brain's way of protecting you from danger, causing you to second guess before taking a risk that could be harmful or that could put you in danger. It might be your brain's evolutionary way of protecting you. When you think about it that way, you can begin to understand that it is actually a defense mechanism, but it's one that can be overridden and that shouldn't necessarily be the final say on whether a risk is worth taking. What's most important here is awareness of the tendency and then the messages or the story that you tell yourself as you sort through these these particular thoughts and feelings. Now, to do this, I actually find it helpful to use some specific tools, and I have just the tools to get you started. Five things that I think are super helpful here and that, frankly, would have been helpful to Barbie. (laughs) The first is managing your mindset. Capturing the counterproductive and negative thoughts about your capabilities in writing. This can be especially important at learning to recognize the voice inside your head that can be negative, essentially negative self-talk. As you write negative thoughts, it's important to counter those with a positive affirmation or two. So for example, you might say, uh, I really mishandled whatever it happens to be, but then you counter that with what you learned from the process. And in handling it not so well, how you will learn to do this better the next time around. The next tip is to keep a running list of your accomplishments. And we've talked about this before on this podcast. 
It's important to include on that list the things that make you and your background really unique and valuable. And it's important to review this list regularly, ideally before you hit a low point, but certainly as you navigate one as well. My third tip is to make sure that you have a good, solid tribe of advisors, people who understand the challenges that you're going through, who can offer you tips and suggestions because they understand where you are and can also give you a pep talk if that's what you need. It's important to have people around you who understand your unique attributes and your values and understand uh, how to help really remind you of those things when you lose sight of them, which can often happen. And one of the things the Barbie movie misses is the importance of also including male allies in your tribe. Diversity of thought and opinion will make you better prepared and will arm you with enhanced problem-solving abilities. Now, this was something of a missed opportunity for Barbie, even though diversity of thought and opinion was actually present. Now, the fourth tip is the importance of staying focused on your bigger goal or your bigger dream and really understanding and staying focused on what or whom is most important to you. That can really help you navigate these feelings. Sometimes we have to get back to the basics and the core and what is really most important to you. Once you dial back all of the noise and all of the junk, it can be much easier to navigate and see your way forward. And then my fifth and maybe most important tip is to remind yourself that discomfort and change is normal. Growth and change and evolution is inevitable, and it can be really painful and difficult. Your natural defense mechanisms will likely kick in and urge you to think carefully. So it's important to try to pause, to appreciate the tendency, and really understand where the discomfort is coming from, and then try to celebrate the fact that all of those things are signs that you're actually making progress. Now, friend, I have no doubt that you have additional tips for navigating these challenging feelings and this evolution and change in life when they crop up and when we evolve, and I would love to hear about them. So be sure to send your thoughts my way. I would love to add any other helpful tools that you have to my list because it's really helpful. And once you've had a chance to catch the Barbie movie, let me know what you think of it as well. In the meantime, friend, enjoy the rest of your summer. I have some absolutely fabulous guests coming your way in a few weeks. So be sure to subscribe or follow She Said, She Said podcast wherever you're listening so that you won't miss a minute. In the meantime, take care and I'll talk to you again real soon. And remember, She Said, She Said podcast is produced weekly by She Said, She Said Media.